Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today's topic is whether reports of Google's demise are greatly exaggerated or just premature. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor, Invesco. Every day, Invesco brings together ideas with technology, data with inspiration, and investors with solutions. Let's invest in greater possibilities together. Find out more at Invesco.com together. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Quick housekeeping note, everybody. I prepared this podcast in advance, knowing I'd not be at work. So if any big breaking market news occurs, you'll know why I'm not addressing it. Now, back to our podcast. Daniel Colin James, a futurist and editor-in-chief of ForwardTick.com, wrote a fascinating article brazenly titled, This is How Google Will Collapse. James raises numerous compelling points, though I hasten to add one significant problem. He wrote the article two and a half years ago, and Google's stock price has risen by over a third of its value since that time. This is the inherent problem about predictions, which I frequently assail. I prefer humbler warnings, as in, this is what could occur, but the multivariate nature of the market is such that we can't know what exactly and when exactly that could be, or what might make the warning falter. Would that all forecasts included such disclosures. In any event, I still found James' analysis of value. He had summoned numerous arguments, all interesting, but two of which particularly resonated with me. First, he argued that Google's business model was entirely premised on advertising, and while that worked when it dominated search, it began to erode when the dominance of search began to weaken. This occurred when companies like Amazon didn't wait for the search, but instead started finding customers directly by leveraging data about the user to engage them with product recommendations and the like. Similarly, companies like Facebook were able to eat Google's lunch via compelling content feeds, which Google lacked. As discovery eclipsed search, and as content feeds replaced a blank browser, Google was supposed to fade away. A second key trend supposedly sealing Google's fate was Apple's late 2015 edition of a feature allowing users to block ads. Already by 2018, a quarter of desktop and laptop users were blocking ads, and mobile ad block usage was rising even faster. And yet, Google has survived. I'll leave it to the tech analysts to explain why this is. For my part, I would suggest that Google will indeed perish one day, as will Amazon, Facebook, and Apple, but you're unlikely to read about it on forwardtick.com on time to do anything about it. Take a look at the example of Bear Stearns an illustrious financial institution that Barron's praised in an article in 2007, just a few months before it cratered and triggered the global financial crisis. There's little wonder Barron saw opportunity in Bear Stearns. After all, the company had been in business for 86 years, without a losing quarter, except for the one marked by the collapse of its two mortgage hedge funds in 2007, and even then, the firm seemed poised to recover. Businesses, especially the big ones I mentioned, impart a feeling of permanence, but it's illusory. I can vividly recall the birth of Borders Books and how it killed the independent bookstore. 
I, and I'm sure many of you, can recall walking into the store and seeing more books in one place than I'd ever seen before in any bookshop, and the little cafe on the side with coffee and pastries made it an especially desirable destination. Until, just as Borders killed the independent bookseller, Amazon came along and killed it. Amazon too will meet its match, if nature, that is the nature of business, takes its course as it always does. The conclusion, therefore, is that financial advisors and asset allocators should not repose their faith in any particular stocks, and certainly not in any gurus for telling the future. What they should do is diversify widely and expect the unexpected. Practically speaking, your clients' portfolios should be able to absorb the collapse of any one stock, be it Google or Microsoft. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich, and our podcast was sponsored by Invesco.